You are listening to the Supermom is Getting Tired podcast. I'm your host, Tori Henderson, and this is episode 18. Welcome to the Supermom is Getting Tired podcast. This show is designed for moms who invest everything into parenting, but get overwhelmed, lost, and resentful. Listen and learn how to unburden yourself, feel calm, full of energy, and in control. I'm your host, Master Certified Life Coach, Teacher, and Recovering Supermom, Tori Henderson. Today on the podcast, I'll be answering the question, what's the best way to spend my Mother's Day? I'll be following that up with today's Supermom Kryptonite and Supermom Power Boost. But before we get started, I want to invite you to join me for something I call the 7-Day Supermom Challenge. This is a great little exercise for anybody who's feeling a little lost, a little disconnected. If you feel like you want to spend some time paying more attention to you and that maybe you deserve 15 minutes a day to focus on what you want and what's next for you and just kind of step out of the day-to-day busyness of life and reconnect with where you are right now today, I recommend signing up for the Supermom Challenge. This is a 15-minute journal exercise every day that you get a little video, a little assignment of what to write about in your journal that just helps you feel more alive, more present, more connected to yourself in your current life. So if you want to sign up for that, it's lifecoachingforparents.com slash challenge. I'm going to be doing it all together uh, on my Facebook group. And so we're going to do it the seven days before Mother's Day and the seven days after Mother's Day. So it should be great fun. And I'm giving out prizes to those who participate and post their, uh, have little comments on their Facebook group. On the Daily Journal, it'll say like, post this on my Facebook group and share with others. And so every time you post it on that day, you get entered into a drawing to win a super cool prize. So hope to see you there. But today we want to talk about how to kind of optimize the mother's day. And the question comes from Erin and she says, I feel so silly asking this, but it's really weighing on my mind. What should I do for mother's day? I know it's my day to do whatever I want to do, but I can't figure it out. Every idea I have feels exhausting. I thought I would invite both grandmas over for a family celebration, but I can't seem to commit to it. Going out to a restaurant with my kids and long wait times just sounds terrible. I'm afraid to lose my one day a year where I have permission to be selfish if I don't pick something soon. Well, I don't think this is a silly question at all, Erin. I actually think it's a really important one. And I'm so glad you're kind of using Mother's Day as an opportunity to think about it. Because this is going to show up every Mother's Day, every birthday, especially like those big milestone birthdays. You know, I'm turning 40. I should be doing something major and significant. Sometimes we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to make it spectacular. And that makes it that much harder. So, I think it's a great question. But as I read your question, I'm wondering if you feel like you lost yourself in parenting. I think it's a really common thing. And the reason I'm asking is because our wants and our desires are key to the essence of who we are. If it's difficult to answer the question, what do I want, 
then what we usually have is a disconnection from our spirit, that essence of who we are and what we really, really yearn for and crave is very aligned with our spirit or our essence. So here are some signs that you've disconnected from your spirit. You feel tired a lot. You go through the motions of the day without feeling fully engaged and alive. You feel lonely and confused. You've tried to solve your problems, but it doesn't change how you feel. So like you say, okay, I need some time by myself. You take time by by yourself and then you still don't feel better. Or you feel better for an hour or two, but it doesn't last very long. Uh, You maybe are a stay-at-home mom and you think, well, a job would help. You get a job, you're still feeling pretty (laughs) flatlined or vice versa. You quit to be a stay-at-home mom and you're still not feeling great. Those are signs that you've disconnected from your spirit. You can tell me what your kids want, your husband wants, your mother-in-law wants, but it's a struggle to answer the question, what do I want? So those are signs that maybe you're disconnected from your essence or your spirit, but reconnecting with your essence is easier than you might think. It just helps to understand how you lost the connection in the first place. And here's what I want to know. How often do your kids ask What do you want to do today, mom? What do you feel like eating for lunch? What outfit would you like to wear? What did you learn today, mom? Did you have fun at the grocery store? (laughs) The people that you were with the most stopped asking you what you want. And so you stopped asking yourself that question. Think about how many times we ask our kids that. Did you have fun today? What did you learn? What would you like to wear? What do you want to eat? They're very connected with their essence. They don't need that reminding like we do. So I love, Erin, that you're asking this question of what do I want to do for Mother's Day? Unfortunately, it's tied up with pressure and scarcity. So it kind of feels like you have to pick the perfect thing, the perfect thing for you, for your family, and then just suck it up for the rest of the year. (laughs) You deserve more than one day of the year to think about what you want. So let's... Just change that right now. When we aren't giving enough attention to our spirit, we might be inadvertently putting unrealistically high expectations on this one day event. It's easy to slip into thinking that this one day needs to be perfectly rejuvenating, inexpensive, make everybody happy, bring me back to life and feeling like myself again. Let's throw the perfectionism out the window. That is too much pressure for just one day. So I suggest that you choose another day that's just for you. So you can celebrate Mother's Day however you want, but then also say my gift that I'm giving to myself for Mother's Day is I get another day, (laughs) okay, to do whatever I want to do. I always tried to switch Father's Day with Mother's Day in my family because the golf courses are packed on Father's Day, but totally empty on Mother's Day. (laughs) So I love going against the crowds and I swap them out. We'll hit a day spa on Father's Day when nobody's there and enjoy the absence of crowds at the golf course. But you have to be careful about this. Like if you sacrifice your Mother's Day for Father's Day, the reason it works okay for me is because Father's Day is only one month later and I know it's soon enough where I'm not going to forget. But if Father's Day was in September, by the time Father's Day would roll around, I'd be like, oh, I feel bad. I should do something for my husband or my dad, or, you know, I would sacrifice myself. So because it's only one month away, I feel like it's okay to swap it out. 
So just be careful, okay, if you do something like that. Because moms that are good at self-sacrificing and putting everybody else's needs first, you want to watch out for the temptation to skip over your day altogether. So let's say you pick a day, you're like, okay, you know, May 30th is going to be my day. I'm going to do whatever the heck I want to do. And it's my day to figure it out. Nobody gets to ask me any questions. Nobody needs to know what I'm doing. This is just for me. You want to watch out for your brain saying like, oh, I can skip it. I don't really need it. Or, you know, oh, like, well, my kid has a soccer game that day. So maybe I'll just shrink it and only take half the day. Or, you know, my daughter's not feeling well. I don't want to burden my husband. Watch out, mama. Your brain will try and keep you stuck in this going through the motions, taking care of everybody else, and not listening to you. So don't let it fool you. (laughs) You do need this day. Claim your day, pick it on, put on the calendar, set aside some money. Know that you're going to meet with resistance. Okay. Know that you're going to find excuses. Just don't believe it and start fantasizing about what you really, really want to do. If you look around you for a minute, what do you see? You see your cell phone. You might be listening to this in your car. (laughs) You might see papers, pencils, whatever. Everything you see began in someone's imagination. We've got to let go of our rules, our fears, our justifications, and just dwell in our imaginations for a little bit in order to create what we want. We've got to create it first in our imagination. So I want you to think about this. What would you do if you could not care what people thought? You just couldn't do it. How would you spend your day? What if you had some sort of magical day where your whole family was like frozen in time and you could do whatever you wanted to do with your day and nobody would know? This is just you would know how you spent your day. What would you do if you had no fears and endless cash? I want you to throw out all rules of gravity, (laughs) rules of nature, physics, really just social rules. Just think about like, what would I love to spend the day doing? And if you hear your brain saying like, oh, that's never going to happen or I can't afford that, just tell it to relax chill out. I'm just dreaming as a way to reconnect with my essence. Children are constantly in transition, which means that our needs as parents are constantly in transition too. When they're babies, we just want to sleep. When they're preschool age, we just want our own attention because our kids are constantly like, hey, mom, look at me, listen to me over here. When they're angsty teenagers, we might crave more peace and happiness. What do you crave right now with your kids, the ages that they are in, the stage of life that you're in? Do you crave order? Do you crave calm? Do you crave nature, adventure? Sometimes when our kids get older, we start craving adventure. But when they're little, we feel like we've got enough adventure going on in our lives. One year for Mother's Day, I was craving productivity and time by myself. So much of my life was spent in circular tasks, taking care of things, dishes and laundry that never seemed to end and never gave me a feeling of accomplishment. So I sent my family away for Mother's Day for like five or six hours and I painted the dining room and it was heavenly. (laughs) It was so 
delicious just to be with myself, my own thoughts, listen to music of my choosing. I got to paint with my aesthetic with a very tangible result that I could look at every day. That's what my heart was yearning for this year. But it's very different every year, and it's kind of a nice barometer. You can use Mother's Day to tune into yourself and say, what am I yearning for today? What am I missing that I need more of? So I love using Mother's Day as this anchor to tune inwards and listen to yourself. You've just got to make sure you're not setting yourself up with rules and shoulds and expectations of what it's supposed to look like. So write out in your journal, write your fantasy Mother's Day and give yourself permission to want whatever the heck you want. No judgments, no expectations. Today's Supermom Kryptonite is maximizing. In 1956, a prize-winning economist named Herbert A. Simon wrote a paper about the different ways people make buying decisions. He coined the terms maximizer and satisficer. Maximizers expect themselves to make the most informed, most intelligent decisions with the most long-lasting benefits. Most of us would expect that maximizing one's decision-making would lead to superior and more satisfying results. Psychologists, however, have discovered no difference in the quality of decision, but a big difference in one's ability to be content with their decisions. It sounds like a great thing to be a maximizer because you get the most bang for your buck when you're making a decision, but it's actually what they found is that they're less satisfied with their decisions. And it doesn't even really make like a better decision later. It's just that they are more prone to beat themselves up after making a decision. They're more likely to struggle with making a decision for one. If you know anybody that really struggles with making a decision, they're probably a maximizer trying to make the ideal perfect decision. But they're also more prone to buyer's remorse or the negative emotions afterwards feeling like, oh, it wasn't perfect. It wasn't ideal. So putting pressure on themselves to make perfect decisions with the most long-lasting benefits drains our energy. It makes us avoid decision-making altogether, which I think making decisions gives us a boost of energy. So when we prolong that and avoid it, it causes our energy to drain and makes us tired, which is why it's today's supermom kryptonite. In Erin's scenario, she might be trying to maximize her Mother's Day experience by putting too many expectations on one day. She wants to tap into her essential self and use this day to reconnect with what she wants, but she also wants to make grandmas happy. You know, maybe she is worried about being perceived as being selfish, or maybe she doesn't want to put her family out, or she wants her family to be happy about the decision she makes. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> too much For one day, too much pressure, which makes it hard to make a decision and actually decreases her ability to be happy and enjoy the day. So today's Supermom Power Boost is satisficing. So Simon combined the words satisfy with suffice or sufficing to coin this term satisficing. A satisficer is one who looks at what they want to gain or maintain and chooses based on modest criteria. They don't feel pressured to make a perfect decision with long-lasting benefits. They just want it to be good enough for right now. 
Satisficers find contentment with what they have, and they don't worry that there might be something else better out there. What researchers have found is that satisficers are generally happier in life than maximizers. They have an easier time making decisions. They don't beat themselves up afterwards for making bad decisions because they don't even label decisions as good or bad. And they don't dwell in negative emotions like buyer's remorse. Satisficers make decisions based on what they want at the time and allow their wants to change over time. So if a year later they want something else, they're happy with that. They're like, okay, now I want something else. They just don't dwell or try to perfect. So becoming more of a satisficer will boost your energy, your happiness, and your decision-making abilities. Making decisions based on what's good enough for you right now requires you to know what it is you want. This is an easy thing to lose when you're a busy mama of how to know what you want. But that's why it's the first step towards claiming a day that's just for you. What's the best way to spend Mother's Day? Doing what you want. If you don't know what you want, then the best thing to use Mother's Day for is to tap into that, to really pay attention, to start dreaming and fantasizing and throwing all the rules and expectations out the window and think, what do I really, really want that's just for me right now? And Claiming another day kind of takes that scarcity out of it, that it has to just be one day. I say claiming another day in May and another day in June, another day in July will give you more happiness, the feeling of abundance. Like I have an abundant opportunities to make, you know, pay attention to myself, make a day that's just for me and really get what I want. And today's quote of the day comes from Barry Schwartz in his book, The Paradox of Choice, Why More is Less. If you want to learn more about these topics, I suggest reading his book. His quote is, knowing that you've made a choice that you will not reverse allows you to pour your energy into improving the relationship that you already have rather than constantly second-guessing it. Thanks so much for listening. I hope to see you at my Super Mom Challenge. Remember, you can go to lifecoachingforparents.com slash challenge to sign up and get those emails delivered to you every day and start reconnecting with yourself, where you are today, and what you're looking for next to bring in. Take care. I love you and leave you. Want a free life coaching session? Go to lifecoachingforparents.com and schedule yours today. And thank you so much for listening. I would love it if you would subscribe and share these podcasts with your friends. If you have a question you'd like me to answer on the air, go to lifecoachingforparents.com slash record my question and you can send me a voicemail recording or write me an email and I'll answer it on the air. Thanks again. Have a great day.